we're both in life. And we're, we're uh, being offered biscuits, folks. Maybe say it, say it, yeah. Hello. So, we're here. James Perry presents again. Um, you're live. My phone tells me. I'm nice. And this is, this is the one. This is the sixth James Perry presents, believe it or not. Um, and it's good for everybody to uh, to be here. But there's nobody here yet in mine. Probably because everybody's got the sensible thing in there. Out sunning themselves, not really good weather. Getting the beers in. Getting the beers in. So, see, Martin, Martin, Gilchrist, Martin Gilchrist is joining your page and not mine, which is good crack. Martin, how you doing? Folks, um, Chris Heath, how you doing? So, folks, number six in James Perry Presents, and I'm obviously delighted to have uh, to have uh, Mr. Mark Canavan with me, and we're going to be chatting about his all-embracing clothing brand. I'm literally having a, bit of, having a general bit of crack. This is going to be, it's going to be great. Um, and as I say, normally the, one of the first things I say in, in these broadcasts is put as many comments as possible, fire up as many questions as possible and we'll get to them. Because what we really want is, this is as much your broadcast as it is ours. And Martin Gilchrist, Mark's page come up first, James, yeah, he beat me to the, beat me to the draw. Apple Mac, <laughs> whatever. So really what we're saying is to say, this is more your event than it is ours, and but it was to get awareness out about Mark's brand and to get the message of all embracing out there, because it's absolutely brilliant. Like I said in my live earlier on, you know, whenever you see people just having the balls um, to go and do something they really want to do, and it's first class, and Mark's done that. I actually remember, when did you launch this? Around about this time last year. Okay, but a year ago, and I remember you advertised that you put something up on Facebook, and mm -hmm. I went and I looked at your website. Yeah. And it blew me, blew me away. I was really jealous. I was going, "Geez, that man's got some cojones about him to get this started and off the ground." It took so, me a few years. Well, uh, well, we'll come on to that in terms of where you get an initial concept and how you bring that forward into the business. But yeah, so a bit of background to that. Me, me and Mister Calvin here don't hate old mods. I try to be a little bit more. Uh, you're, did you like Mons? No. Why did you do it? Because uh, I heard he was a good teacher in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tommy McAuley, but it, Tommy McAuley was a good luck on him. Tommy McAuley. Oh, he was. <laughs> oh, he was. I know, I know, it just wasn't for me. Well, he was a good luck on him, wasn't it? I know. There's all, not many of them. That's all the very best people are, I was going to say. But you're not going to get him now. Dara men. Dara men. We'll undoubtedly come under the football chat as well at some point. So. That's when me and Mark met now oh, 21 years ago, probably mm -hmm. 20, 21 years ago. And yeah, so it's amazing where, where relationships build and where they come from and how life takes you to different places. So, um, so the funny thing is, I'm a Lockin Island man, I used to play football for Lockin Island. Mr. Calvin here is cross guard man, you're you yeah. a cross guard man, play for Dark Cross, plays for Dark Cross, still does play for Dark Cross, fair play though. How do, you, how do you stick with the, the training? Um, I don't train that much these days. <laughs> you just turn up? I, I don't, I just don't have a chance to, so yeah. I play seconds. Play a bit of reserve football. Yeah. Um, what position do you play? Usually uh, uh, centre half back for the reserves. So you are uh, an absolute beast, a centre half back. If somebody's going to come through, you're going to clean them. You uh, do you the dirty get that you needed every centre half back needs to be. If, if they need to, you know. <laughs> if they're coming through, Mr. Canavan, completely wipes them out. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm a Lockin Island man. Here's a Dark Ross man, and we're sitting in Deconnet. So I've got a mixture of parishes, places, Gaelic football teams and everything here. Thanks, thanks Chris, by the way, the comments. Indeed, yeah. Um, I'd Hello, Mari. Mari, how are we doing? How are we doing? So with Chris, um, hopefully seeing Thursday night, Chris. So, so we're in my studio, uh, toy room, the kids, <laughs> with the blue tag logo in the background. Which does look <laughs> fantastic, by the way, and people are, are very good comments about the fantastic logo. You designed that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's you, my background. My background is graphic design. So. Can you tell me a bit more about that then? How did um, you get into all that? I left tech with one eye level in art. Yeah. <laughs> So I went on to do... Uh, Did you do A-level art? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It was an exam at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so I passed that. Was, and, it, was uh, it, were you a new drawing or something like that? Is that no, how you, no. I think it was two tomatoes or something. 
So we passed that, and then we, um, in between everything else, went to Tech, or no, went to uh, Belfast Tech and did Foundation Art. And then went on from there to do graphic design, and then went to Manchester to do a degree, degree in graphic design, and then went on from there into full time work with a company called White Noise, and now I'm with a uh, big manufacturer in Northern Ireland. We were blind, so I had their design department, and um, all of that experience has sort of given me the tools to take on this project, which I started a few years ago, you know, in my head, and then developed and launched it last year. Talking about design, though, so where did your passion for design come from? Was there anything, what um, set you off on that path? Was it like yeah, simply yeah. the fact you like drawing, you like drawing, or what was yeah, it? Yeah, well, I've always liked drawing. I always liked uh, drawing. Remember, uh, drawing like stone walls and cars and different things. Always like the sort of the re the realism of things, right. and then get into graphic design and Photoshop, making fake IDs. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell myself. Did you did you do McLovin's uh, big ID? Do you remember that film, Superbad? Ah, uh, yes, yes. It's a classic film. Yeah, so I learned to trade. Getting a bit of, uh, I was very small back in the day. And you very, were very, very small young, back in the day. Uh, very young looking. So uh, I learned to trade, making fake IDs for myself and others. <laughs> and then went on. I actually did think you were taking the mic over there. You go. No, true, true, fellas. I just within your within your own industry, you always looked up looked to other um, people. So people like um, you know different magazines and stuff inspired me. What sort of magazines? Then? There was one called Raygun, which you probably didn't. Uh, sort of like surf magazine. Okay. Um, it was all about you know the typography and uh, the design side of things. You know, sort of quite niche bits and pieces. Um, and then it's just passion. As I said, it just was more the knowledge within my industry, get into all that. And yeah. uh, once I get into the design industry, I uh, just kept going, adding to my skill set, you know, getting into a bit of 3D design and stuff. And always had a passion. was always in the clubbing and stuff, as a few people may remember. You were, I remember that very much. Yeah, and uh, used to be big into t-shirts. Big into going clubbing and having something different than everyone else, you know. Right. Having, yeah. Are you designing your own stuff then? No, 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 no. Just buying stuff uh, that I liked right. that people had, you know, whether yeah. it was a diesel t shirt or Good something. Diesel. Like, yeah. Brings back my memories. Yeah, so. Paul and Dutch, remember them? Aye. Uh, so that's where my passion from the, the, the culture side of things, you know, the, the dance culture and then yeah, the yeah. graphic design sort of. That's where. Sort of this 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 brand came from from that passion and yeah. Um, Just as I said, who was your favorite dance band? DJ uh, or band or whatever you would have called them? Band. You know what I mean? Group. Um, like Chemical Brothers. Chemical Brothers, right? Uh, or a scooter. 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 No. QFX. <laughs> QFX. I didn't like that. Ultrasonic. Ultrasonic. Yes. Brilliant boys back in the day. Put those put those up there. Met them today. And uh, John Francis Murray, if you're watching, it's good to see you. Didn't see you for about over 20, nearly 25 years. Met you twice in the last three weeks. Amazing how things work out, isn't it? Uh, he's still big into the DJ uh, and the trumpet side. You see him, he does a few Facebook lives. He does, he does, he does. Good, so, there's a blast from the past there. Kieran Deegan, I've just seen. How you doing, Mr. Deegan? Good to see you. Um, so, tell me about... Uh, so tell me about you, in terms of where you're from, background, that sort of stuff. Um, I'm Family. from um, one of five children. I have uh, two brothers, older brother, younger brother, and two sisters. Charlie and Chris are in London. Uh, Charlie does, uh, manages um, big events, like music events, etc. Chris does stage design. Right. So is that sort of creative bit in your family? Yeah. 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 The girls, my girls, teaching in Abu Dhabi, and Catherine is a nurse, uh, locally in Belfast. Right. She's she's a homebird like myself. So, yeah, cross car, um, 
I want about now, so you're in the Connacht here, you're uh, four youngsters. Four youngsters down at the football this morning. So all the, the Connacht have some. But all, so hold on a minute, do you play with Dara Cross and your youngsters are playing for the Connacht? I know. And Leanne's from where? From Ennis. From Drum and Ennis, right? And you got a lock and Ennis man here. This is all getting a bit... I know. Getting a bit frantic with the good old parishes and the villages here. But yeah. But, so, uh, so, so I suppose I haven't mentioned my... Um, I was always a bit of a tearaway back in the day, um, <laughs> as maybe people are, might remember. So I wasn't I wasn't in a, a good place in two thousand six, probably two thousand seven, and then I uh, sort of met Leanne two thousand seven, okay. and sort of changed. I actually ran a marathon first. Ran a marathon. Put, put, I wanted to do something that would sort of change my habits. Yeah. So yep. I ran a marathon two thousand seven and. Then met Leanne, who is my now my wife, and since got married, had four kids, got very sensible, got a sensible job and all that sort of thing, and there was still something, still something in me. I suppose I've ended up with a different uh, take on life, and okay. people that maybe are my Facebook friends might already see some of the opinions that I hold. And it all comes from a good place, but uh, you know this brand has sort of come from that place as well. But it's trying to be all embracing. It's that's I suppose that's that's why it's called all embracing. Yeah. It's trying to take away all the labels, but have that good ethos and good message. And that's where the the eco friendly side of things came from as well. You know, um, you can't have a a brand t shirts or clothing brand that says one thing, but yet. Is made by yeah. or taking advantage of yeah. somebody somewhere else. So that's where the sort of I suppose it, it did come from my faith background, but it has made a journey in the last year to become more all embracing number one and to become totally eco friendly and ethical as much as possible. In that journey, uh, and I suppose, Mark. In this in this series of, of James Perry presents, right? <clears throat> Over that, the, the couple of live events I done last year, or with with your nine number four in terms of Facebook lives of the last five, the consistent theme, and it's probably the question I didn't ask my dad and I should have, is was there a watershed moment in that journey? So you're saying that you were having a crack, right? Go all guns blazing, going clean, berserk. Mm-hmm. Was there a watershed moment? Because there's been a watershed moment in my life. It's yeah. like a media, very different place. So you're saying you're now in this good path. Mm-hmm. Was there a watershed moment? Probably a few. I was telling my dad actually uh, this story the other day. I was in a train station in Manchester, I think it was, when I was at uni. And I was, in, I was, it was just, I think it might have been a Sunday morning. And I was with a guy and a girl just after. And out, and there was a plan, a trip planned to London that evening or that afternoon or something like that. And uh, to be honest, the girl's head was on my lap, and it was like, um, but we were sitting in the train station. The choice was for me to choose to go to the party further, you know, be a bit of a head down and go to this party, or go to the the trip with the uni, the uni, and further investigate graphic design and all the things that I wanted to pursue and I chose to go to London that time and I think that was one of the turning points and the old Mark would have went the party yeah time. well it was the old Mark but he made the right choice in that sense ah. do you know what I mean um, that's a very good way of putting it it was your old Mark but then you made that choice to turn yeah, to the new Mark at that point I suppose that's where um, I made a choice to further my career at that stage, it was still a bit of, you know, I was at university, but I think it was one of the choices. It was a key choice in my, in my life. That, Did you know that, you were doing the wrong stuff at the time? Not the wrong I stuff. I wasn't really. But going down the wrong path for you. It was just, it was more like it was just having fun. Having fun and my priority was the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Everybody okay. does it. Um, but then it just, you just got to flip that switch and just focus on other things. Like, the, the reason I ran the marathon was because I was I was keeping a job, a good job, um, but every weekend it was, I wasn't happy, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I was doing this, that and the other, 
at the weekends and I just wasn't a happy person. So I remember praying a lot at that time and my mum had given me a prayer. Uh, to Our Lady of Knock. To Our Lady of Knock, yeah. Um, funny that, uh, and you probably, I told you that story, I probably went the reverse journey in terms of my faith at, at this point. Mm-hmm. But the reason I remember that prayer is because it's in my mum's memory card. Yeah. So it's it's actually very off the way. That was a that was a prayer or, or something. Your mom yeah. Gave so, you the, the, so I remember. I know a lot about that. I remember praying that one time or one night, just not not a good place. Could be a, a Monday morning or a Sunday night. I don't remember quite which one it was, but uh, that was how I started to change. Well, I think that was a trigger. One of the triggers that helped me start start change my habits, and then obviously run a marathon you're changing your habits there because you don't have time to you're training quite hard and yeah. you're putting time into different things and i think if anybody wants to change things in their life you have to change your habits yeah completely and that was how i suppose i changed my habits changed um the way i was doing things got married had kids furthered my career built my skill set and sitting here now with four lovely children and then last year, well, I had three, three kids last year and I started developing the brand. But I just felt it was something else, something else that I could do um, as Mark Canavan, um, something else I could share as all embracing. And that's where I am now, you know. Um, since then, Colin was born. He was born in October last year, or no, July last year. Sorry, I forget their birthdays all day. Well, you have before you're allowed. <laughs> yeah. And um you know it's it's good good times and we we, we built we're, the room we're in now we built it last year my dad helped manage the build um, my friends helped me out too you know there's a few names of some serious blast in the past here by the way christopher ferguson flip me just cross car school man um there's a couple of other boys there whenever we whenever we see come through yeah uh, there's serious amount of uh, memories coming through in your page I can see the names. Um, so why clothing though? So could design have taken you loads of places? Actually, before touching that, Martin Belchrist, what was your career before you started this business? Well, go for that. I am um, still employed. I have a nine to five job for Decor Blind Systems in Lisbon. Um, this is uh, on the side at the minute. So we'll see what happens, but at the minute it's just a pastime. It's a let's see what happens. Let's create something that I want to make into something, something more. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll see. You know. And I've I've came from that journey as well, man. Where you have the watershed moment, each you flip your mindset, and then you try and uh, maybe it typically does come out and trying to create a business. So where you want to try and leave your mark or, or a legacy or something to that effect. So, you know, that's where my exam coaching for accountants came yeah. through. But it, and, yeah. you know, the sort of the sort of global aspect where I want to try and help as many people as I can around the world. I had a phone, yeah. call, I had a phone call from Nigeria on Thursday night. But that's what it's, it's about. It's, wanting to, it's that feeling of wanting to do something more than what you're doing. Not completely. You know, it's not like, how can I make more money and be more successful? It's more, well, for me, it's not that. It's, you know, it's like, what, you know, you've just took this calling, I suppose, and that calling doesn't have to be a Christian or a Catholic or a whatever calling. It's just something you have in your head that I think we're all connected. We're all, um, I think we're all connected, no matter who we are, what we are. And this is something that I felt. And it doesn't even have to be a monetary calling. And I think that's where people, maybe lost their way mm. um in terms of will it be capitalism will it be what the hell that is that people are, are, are drawn by money and everything here <laughs> i want to be a partner in grand Thornton and two and a half two hundred fifty grand salary you know what i mean that's what i was going for 10 years ago yeah. so i was caught in that complete hamster wheel so I completely respond to get that but one thing i don't know you see you've seen the the interview done with my dad yeah right the legend that is my dad and he explained the concept of my grandest nickname. My grandest nickname, and I can think, I think you're coming from this place. My grandfather's nickname was the millionaire. And my granddad had bugger all money. And I mean, he was clean broke. He had 15 youngsters, for God's sake, to try and rare. And as my dad said, he got his check at the end of the week and he owed exactly the same, but he called himself the millionaire. 
because apparently he told his friends in work, you know, haven't got a lovely family, haven't got a great wife, sure I'm a millionaire. Yeah. You're coming from that place. Yeah. And it's absolutely brilliant to see it. Actually, it's uh, taking the time sometimes to appreciate that. And, you know, I've battled with that in the last year. You know, am I doing too much? Am I... I, am I having a midlife crisis? <laughs> yes. You know, um, I'm the same stuff. Stuff no, like that. You got your teenage years. I say I'm either doing my teenage years too early because I didn't do my rebellion. I'm only doing it now. Either teenage years too early or midlife crisis uh, too soon. Right. We'll give you the midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, why was it clothing and why was it not anything else? Um. Why t-shirts was it written back to your dance music days, the fashion days? The yeah, I suppose it was. Um, it was, it was the message side of things as well. You know, t-shirts are synonymous for people, you know, sharing messages. And um, graphic design. Well, you know, what was it like? Either a poster or a you know a t-shirt with a message on it. People that's saying something about. That's it. brilliant. I would never even realise that. Yeah. Maybe it's even the subliminal bit. Yeah, well, like anything I anything I have or anything, any of my the designs I have, they're all quite subtle. They're not in your face, and that's yeah. it's that for a reason. Okay, there's pictures of iconic, um, you know, art pieces like of Our Lady, etc. But yeah, that's there as a the title of that is Mother and Child, just to simplify it right down to the bare bones of yeah, it very, what very, it's meant. You know, it's it not to subtle. try and be push any certain one thing over something else it's just it's coming from me as well as a designer you know it's my my um Maturity. my thought process yeah. my, and i suppose as you say it's, it's coming from that 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 back the clubbing days of the t-shirts trying to cre create something different obviously you've got different bits and pieces there you've got um you know, polo shirts and sweatshirts. And we will be coming on to that, folks. We'll, we'll show a bit of the merchandise as well. The but it started, yeah, it started with the t-shirts and that message and that. And as I said, as, as the, the journey sort of evolved, it's, uh, it's changing the language to make it more, to make it all embracing. Yeah. And yeah. break down those barriers that, that I think society, society has created for, for itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... So in terms then of the actual business itself, so talk to me then about the sort of ethical, the sustainable element to it. How does, how does that fit in? Or how do you ensure that happens? Or tell me, talk about that. Well, when I was doing my, my market research, I actually looked at other companies that were doing something similar. So there's a couple of, as I said, it sort of started off as a bit of a faith thing. So I started off, bought a couple of t-shirts from a, comp a competitor or somebody similar to doing somebody doing something similar to what I was doing and I found out who they got them from or who got their t-shirt from and it was uh, cheap nasty basically okay. so I thought well there's this message on a t-shirt but you can tell by the feel of it by the the company that's created it it's just Ten and penny. You can Who's wash them them? I don't know. Yeah. So all the ingredients of the brand for me had to be it had to be an ethical background. It had to be an ethical brand. It couldn't just be um the same thing as these other this these other guys were doing. It had to be something real, you know, something would you, tangible. Would you have felt sort of hypocrite then? Yeah. Okay. So I went to a found company um, in Belgium, I went over to Germany, met them, and nice. yeah, and they, you know, uh, that's basically who I get a lot of my stuff through, and then I bespoke bits and pieces as much as I can. Um, it's still in, in its infancy, so you know, I'm putting a lot, all all the investments being for myself, and so I'm taking it one step at a time. You know, I'm doing as much as I can. I mean, when me. I can, but yeah, so, you know, it had to be, it had to be eco-friendly. So the company I buy, I buy my base garments off, they are fair trade, they're, um, all their organic, it's all made from organic cotton. Organic cotton is, you know, cotton, cotton production is, is a massive, 
polluting um, crop, you know, because of so all the, the pesticides. And used. the stereotype, stereotype for me would be the cotton fields like in India or wherever. Yes. Okay. So, so there's a lot in, uh, I forget what the country is, old Russia, basically, there's, there's massive cotton fields there okay. and the pesticides that you use uh, are harmful to the environment, etc. You know, so um, I sourced a company that their values align with my values, and then I go then further on and then bespoke and create designs like you know this T-shirt, etc., and all the other ones. And then, as I said, that will evolve as as things move forward, and we'll be getting different things from it. So. What, what's the individual elements then? So you've got the actual cotton itself. What else do you have? You have the thread, the, the dyes, is it, is it, is it all that? Well, the, 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 the person that produces the t-shirt mm -hmm. itself, they, it's a total, you know, like you say, it's, the dyes are um, eco-friendly, everything, the whole process is. Right. The polyester is, and any polyesters you sell, Recycled polyester, etc. So I'm buying from a company. The base layers of what I do is from a company that has the same brand or brand values no, that, that, okay. that I need to have. Um, like this isn't something you just buy out of a out of a book, out of a magazine. You know, it's 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 a different sort of a brand. They actually have their own um, fashion brand themselves. So you know, but that's the way working for Decora. You know. You understand how wholesale works. You know everybody buys off somebody else. Um, always asking. Yeah, it's about the sorry about the setup journey. So, you know, you then had a bit of insights about where just get where to source suppliers. You know, so tell me the journey about getting suppliers, about how you come up with your designs, about the tooling, about the website. T tell me about all that journey then. Um. Because that's something it's been going on about four or five years. You know, well the, the design side, yeah, yeah. the 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 idea side was like I wanna create a brand that uh, number one it was it started off as the the faith, the faith I have gets a pattern every day in, in the media. And I wanna share that in a way that shares the truth of it and doesn't highlight the negatives there's, le there's negatives in everything there's le yes there's negatives and as we have it's, it's passed through the media and for good reason some of the things that have happened but yeah. i'm focusing on the good the good the good side of, of it all um, and then highlighting the fact that there are so many um similarities and connections with other religions human human or uh, humanism yeah. etc and i suppose so it went from uh, Brave Belief was the initial name of the brand, and then it went from that to All Embracing. And, and you then, come up with the names? Yeah. Brilliant. No, brilliant. So All Embracing was more embracing. All Embracing, okay. which means universal, Yeah. which is what Catholic means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not to give it a label, because no, I don't no. want to do that, but that's where it came from. Um, and, that, and that's what I'm trying to do, make it all embracing. And then, as I said, as, as the journey to move forward, I designed the, the logo um, with the AE, um, which I think works well. You know, it's that, those, the two, um, and so like a the two letters. Of each other, isn't it? Pardon? So like a reflection of each other? Yeah. You can see it there, if you reflect the way around, it would do the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. And it's just to connect, the two letters connecting. And it's about reaching out. It's about sharing. All those things, I think. Hopefully, the and then the circle is like the your ring when you get married, you know, the eternity a unity, sort yeah. of idea. So, so, yeah, that's where that's where all that came from. And as I said, of this year has been a, a journey of discovery for me, um, you know, how it should be, how the brand should be, and what it should say, and how to bring more people in, not to sell more stuff, but to make it more of all embracing. So the message, the, the message and the quality, etc., is is equally important as the turnover for your yes. business. Which is probably very, more so. That's very refreshing you saying that. 
even more so like that's and today well uh, i was having a conversation today actually um with a really good friend of mine and we were talking about the world of business uh, going it's changing yeah and the moral standpoint etc is changing from even 10 years ago 15 years ago it was a very cutthroat ruthless business um, and me, my background being in, in an accountancy practice and a global accountancy practice, that's what it was. It was all about bottom line. It was all about get as many uh, sort of invoices out as possible. But it is changing. Uh, people's perception is changing. Um, oh God, sorry, I have to, sorry, I have to cut across you because it's very relevant. The person I had met, I, I said a friend of mine, it was Martin Gilchrist, right? And he has said there's an animated discussion on his wall at the minute about two grown men drinking strawberry milkshakes at a meeting that was me and him today <laughs> <laughs> yes it was very uh very very good martin but what we did say martin uh which thanks was, everybody for tuning in by the way it sounds it's great isn't it some kind of uh, engagement isn't it but what we were chatting about is that this would be emotional intelligence or moral responsibility or whatever way you want to put it is increasing mm -hmm. And why? Probably because people are sick to death of maybe capitalism at its worst. Mm. I think the financial crisis highlighted that. Where greed up to 2007, where the bubble then burst, greed was so rife, it brought the whole world to its knees. Mm. So something has to turn. So it was talking about watershed moments. That was maybe the watershed moment for the world, in a way, or definitely the Western world. So what you're saying and what your message is brilliant. Yeah. So I do my part team. But so talking about the struggles, one about what's been the biggest struggle in the last year? So even in terms of the mechanics of the website, photographs, you know, um, going to suppliers, what what's the main struggles? And then after or let me throw out what's the been the, the highlights and the and the, the joyous bits. So what's both? Well I suppose from my own skill set, I do a bit of you know, I, I do a bit of art direction, branding, um, bit of, I know a bit of, I see a lot of work done with suppliers, but I don't do that directly myself. Mm, okay. So I've had to bring all those skills to the fore, you know, um, the, the, uh, the photo shoot, I don't know if the, the photo shoot, some of the shots I put on to my all embracing page. Mm -hmm. um, that was a long time coming. You know, I had a few models pull out because just the dates didn't suit. Um, you could have got me, I was done for free. I don't know. But, uh, John Francis Murray actually said to, I said in their wall there, but I do a bit of modeling. Don't think so, man. <laughs> I turn away trade. But uh, Matty Hardy stepped up. A wrestler? Then, <laughs> no. A good. Uh, Dark Cross man. Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah, stepped up and did very well. And then I, ha I got a girl, Claire Gunn, from an agency in Belfast. Mm -hmm. And I think the shots turned out well. So, a lot of planning involved in that. Went to uh, my cousin, Kieran Hanna, who's watching. He set up the, it's like a private beach entrance in Torella. Funny enough, because it's even even that man is so impressive in the mornings in the background. Yeah. So even having that local, yeah, was fantastic. So I try to do everything local and as much as you could. Obviously, some you know if you're getting a base cut product, it has to come from, you know, somewhere. Yeah. So it comes from uh, factories in Bangladesh through a Belgian agent to me. But uh, everything else, I try to do as close to home as possible. So. Website was designed by us and them, Connor O'Neill, friend of mine, and Paul Donnelly did all the back end work. Still developing that, you know. Um, I've had more content and stuff, and there's more products to go on to that. Yeah. So really touching that. Connor helped me out with the visuals for that, and then we worked together to implement that last year. And then after that, I suppose after the difficult part came because. You just once you create something and you get your supplier and you've got all the stuff there and you put it on the internet, it doesn't sell. Yeah. You have to you have to work at it and then you have to get it in front of people and you have to explain what it is and why you're doing it. 
and um, it's very hard to do that online, which is, I've noticed the best success I had with selling t-shirts was at the Christmas fair in the monastery. I don't think it was anything to do with the monastery being uh, a place of faith. I think it was just the fact that it was out there and people could feel the quality yeah. and people could, yeah. you know, see exactly what I was trying to do and they could talk to me and um, Paul Garrett, a good friend of mine, helped me out in the sales side. A lot more successful with Paul. My dad helped me out the day before. It wasn't as good, but um, really helped me. Paul really helped me that, that day and he was he really got the brand and he, he's been as a good support for me throughout and uh, it was a real success, you know. Um, and I think I just don't have the time at the minute to push it. Well, I do have the time, but I'm, that's why you've, I've got you involved. Right, because so. I took a break after Christmas because of my commitment to work. Because I don't, because I'm doing this, I don't let my other job, you know, fall to the wayside. I, I put a lot of time and effort into Decora, and it's a very competitive, very successful company. So um, I have to be sensible about how I, how I do things. So since Christmas, I, I like what you've been doing. Um, Thank you. Give you a shout, and I think that's where that's why we're we're here now. In this. Yeah, uh, it is about taking that chance and uh, putting your name out there, and just you know, no matter what anybody says, what you want to do, go and do it yourself. So, I do those videos. I put myself out there. I tell people my message. You know, the you know people have uh, and everybody out there maybe relate this that everybody has got an underlying reason for doing things, and my underlying rank underlying reason my inspiration my entire life is my mother so you know that's what what's got me to do out there and then just to take it the next step forward to go write the first blog to yeah. go do the first live video you know so if anybody's out there watching and you're you're scared of doing their first live video please just go and do it yeah this <laughs> this dude here didn't want to do it until i forced you to do it you know what i mean um it's not easy to do it. it's not you know but it do, i am now getting very very used to it but it is about just going out there and biting the bullet and taking that first step. You know, there's that there's that saying, what is it? Um, done beats perfect. Yeah. You know, just go out just go do out, it. Just, just go out and do like. it. <laughs> but where I think it's gonna be great, me and you are gonna be starting to work together on things, is that I am quite good at making people accountable. And so I'm like an accountability partner, business coach, accountancy coach, whatever you want to call me. But I will hold you to certain things, and I have given you a set of tasks to do for the first meeting that we'll do, the next meeting we'll do in the next yeah. couple of weeks. But what the big thing is, is just taking that first step, and you've taken that first step. So you've done the hard work, you've actually done the hard work, which is setting this foundation for your business. Yeah. It's now taking the next step to get not just your product, because remember, it's more, your product is more than just the garment that you're wearing. Mm. And that's the reason why we're doing this stuff, is to get Mark's unique message out there. So it'll be the, the unique quality of his garments or the unique message that he's got in behind those. Um, and that, that's why I'd say everybody out there is watching this, anybody in the business world is taking the first step. Like, I've only been out of two years, but it's been taking the first step. Uh, I think that's a massive thing. They're taking the first step and then taking the next step and then... But it's all the steps. It's just yeah. baby steps. People think that you're going to go on the internet, I've done all the hard work and boom, it's just going to fly. Not as easy no. as that. Not as easy as that. So, like the all embracing stuff, spring. Do you want to show people a few bits and pieces? Aye, bring it out. Do you just want to see? <laughs> just want to see some of the stuff. Um, right here, we'll get this T-shirt out here. You go for that, and I tell you what, yeah, we'll do that. I turn this around. I actually, I might go for a walk. Okay. So anybody who's my page or on the mobile, want to show some of the clothes? Right. You talk through. I've only, only a few things here now. We'll get this turn around. I'm trying to sell James most of this. Oh yeah? So uh, just photo, being photo search is the brand, which people have probably seen. And there's a grey version. These are all just the men's at the moment. Didn't bring any. I just lifted a few things out of the office. Uh, the Joy t-shirt. Nice yellow. And then pink version for ladies. And again, that's just one word. And the way I've said it, sort of explains James. The words are there for people to to take and uh, make give the or put their own meanings to. Like everybody has a their own version of that. 
but it's to make people think and you know and then there's hope I hope this does well <laughs> so yeah there's a few sweatshirts hoodies which are really good quality well, that'd, be, um, oh, that'd be great to do that I think, I think that's got my name on it there, Mark, after that. Yeah. We just, I, I just did those with the simple brand at the bottom. You know, people, I'm not a big man. I'm not a, a big fan of uh, um, big logos and stuff like that. You know, Especially okay, I've got big type and stuff, but I don't want to have a big neck sign or anything. So, and again, there's this one. This is the one that's going to have the leather badge, which will be launching very soon. Right, right. Then there's the... Right, go through the packaging. You've probably seen the box. This is the boxes now. This is designed for t shirts. So, you can tag. seen the boxes for you, Yeah, well, again. Are these just ready to recycle? Well, cargo cardboard is recyclable. Okay. So, it's come from a supplier that, again, that they're like the company that printed these um the, the the paper mill that created the the paper for these was um was an eco-friendly paper mill and the printer that printed them was an eco-friendly printer uh, unfortunately I had to go to england for a lot of this stuff because we don't have a lot of that somebody might know uh, a printer with eco good eco-friendly credentials if they want to share but I couldn't find any at the time and that, that was in Northern Ireland Um, you know everything has a story to it there is like a, a silver silver sticker that uh, tissue paper that goes into this package tissue paper is recycled tissue paper uh, the tissue paper is recycled tissue paper um, everything has a story to it every part of the packaging etc has a story to it as much as I can as much as I, I put in as much as I can as far as from the ethical and eco-friendly side of things you know so that's where we're at okay thanks for all the comments by the way Will Francis Morris who's that Patricia She's laughing at this there, really. Juliet. Loads of people. Lindsay, Andrea. There's a fair amount of uh, engagement, so. Right. right, so. Go run an offer? Yes. Bit so, of uh, Gary V going on here. <laughs> We're going to run an offer um, to anybody that comments or has commented now. Uh, gets ten percent off, um, anything that's on the website. I also have bit behind and getting stuff up there. Some of the stuff's not on the website yet. A lot of the winter bits and pieces aren't on the website. But yeah, if you comment all embracing on the either of the Bismarang or my own page, and you can get ten percent off an order. So I started on that. Give it a don't know if anybody knows who Gary Vee is. I'm sure the Bismarck people do. Well, I've always said I want to be the Irish version of Gary Vee, but I don't swear enough. No. I would never swear. No. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a brilliant offer. Um, get your comments up there. And if he's mentioned All Embracing now, uh, you get 10% off if you then go through the website. and. Yeah, or PM me if you want to do it that way. There you go. Excellent stuff. Brilliant offer. So, you mentioned about... You had a bit more of a passion and, and you had other skills in terms of 3D stuff or whatever. Any other stuff? Any other great stuff that Mark Canavan can do? Um, you did show me some of your 3D stuff, it was brilliant. Yeah, I suppose when you're... Like my, my background's graphic design. I've always been good at branding. That's, that's sort of... I created the logo myself, you know. That's sort of... Is it easy for me, but that's my one of my skills so you're you're very much right side of the brain then you're very you are creative yeah yeah brilliant. no good at math <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how, we, how i ended up in that class but anyway well, you said it was to meet me damn it 
Uh, more skills is probably you can do lift 180 kilos. Can you? Yeah. You're gonna try and beat me, boy. Dominic and Sean fast felt all the And it does all right. It does all right. So yeah, the graphic design in that bit. What other skills is there? Um, Would you ever do any art? Depends who you talk to. Whether I can play football or not, like you know. Aye, aye. Would you ever do any art? Any painting in the guys? Um. There's a young fellow. I have, I have a, an art piece that was up in the Shane Sini Centre. Right. Yeah. It was to do with a poem. I don't know if Rory Jaffers is listening, but um, a poem called. Um, basically, it was a black, the Blackbird, and it was an okay. ancient Irish poem. And I did a piece. Um, do you want to go get it? It's upstairs, like. Go. I'll I, I do a tap dance. A bright style, say, I'll just talk to a few people here. Yeah, so let me just go through a few comments. Mari, sorry for swearing. To be honest with you, sometimes I swear like a trooper, so I wouldn't be apologizing. But yeah, for everybody who's watching, this James Perry Presents series is going to be, now he's away, I'm going to plug myself here. Um, it's going to be a bit more of a regular thing, right? And really what I want to do is I want to showcase local people. I want to showcase local businesses. Um, and I really just want to make something different for people. That like I know it's a great night here and there's loads of people watching and stuff, but you know, that's what I want to do. So people I'm delighted people are tuning in to James Perry Presents and maybe, you know, make this make this a more regular thing. So basically it was uh the blackbird, a note spurt, and that was my interpretation of it. So that was up in the uh that was up was in the Center. Oh, there, Balaki. Not Balaki. No. Where is he? Oh yes, yes, yes. He used to the Shimasini Library. Yeah. yeah. He used to unfortunately spend many hours in there. Uh studying. So it's all creative stuff really. A bit of football. And a bit of football. But mm -hmm. you're you're playing for Dara, so I'm not holding yeah. against you. Daddy duties. Yeah, and no doubt that keeps you like so what about that for the challenge mark? So what about having a nine to five job, having four kids and doing this? I know. You actually you actually start to realise what you can do with an hour or two hours a night. You know, it's really like last year I was working and I was spending time with my wife as well, don't worry about that. But um I was, you know, sitting on a laptop. I got a laptop, I don't know how many years it was now, probably could be five, six years ago. I used to have a a desktop computer or desktop and I didn't use it. So I got a laptop and I used to sit sit with it on my lap and then do stuff. Most of the time probably didn't do much, but since I started looking at this um, brand, it's amazing what you can do in a couple of hours a night. You know, just as you say, those little tasks you give Aye. yourself, you just keep chipping away, chipping away, and next thing, that massive task that you had written down at the start of the month is down to complete. I watched a video the last couple of days, and it's by, I can't remember when he started, he started some multi-million pound business in America, and he said a trick that he does is he ensures his calendar is completely full every single day. So even his downtime is in his calendar. Right. And what that does, it's imprinting on your subconscious. You've got stuff to do and to be productive, even though that productivity is downtime. Okay. So what they mean by that is that even he had his gym and he had family time and he whatever, all on the calendar. So he knew he had the, the stuff to do. Where the other side of the coin is if you only put the real productivity in your calendar, you will procrastinate and fuck about for the rest of the time because your mind is going, so you'll sit on. It'd be right. good to have to be good to be that organized. I don't think it could be you know that I mean? organized, but, yeah. but you know what I mean? I, I, I just, just get that balance because don't get me wrong, I'm not a workaholic, you know, um, I go away for the with children and my family and that's, that's the priority really, yeah. you know, all this other stuff is, when the children are bed and when I've had a bit of a chat with Leanne and it's down to a bit more work. Yeah. You know, it's not even su substitute. Do you see it as work? Um or are you it's work it's work when you're taking your time away from your family, yeah. It's work, it's work. I don't see it. It's something I enjoy. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a bit of a pastime. 
but it's definitely in the grand scheme of things comes down under under work really at this stage when when you have to balance that against your family it's it is work but it's something I suppose that's part of the reason why I'm going down this 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 path. I want to be doing something that I'm passionate about, yeah. that I enjoy, that I want to do, want to spend my time on. And that's the thing, if you're passionate about it, you will not be grudged the amount of time you put into it. No. Especially because this is for you. And it's it has put, and your family. Yeah. It has put pressure. <laughs> you know, realistically it has put pressure on the family because it is taking me away from that, but not you just have to keep re revisiting that balance and making sure that you're not thinking of or you're not, you know it's more I was take I was having to, to go and meet suppliers and do different things and do photo shoots, take days off and you know, last year or so because of I'm of the nine to five job. Yeah. And take a couple of days off to do a photo shoot or go to Germany or whatever. You know, so yes, you just have to get that balance right. Last couple of questions. Believe it or not, we've been on 51 minutes. Last couple of questions. So what bit of advice would you give to someone that are out there in the first stages of taking a chance in, in, in their own business? Um, do something that you enjoy doing. Um, something you're about something you uh, you're going to be able to invest time in when it's not successful at the beginning and you're not getting the feedback that you think you should be just keep going but but to do that you need something that you really care about you really yeah. want to invest your time in and I suppose I've gone through the time after Christmas where I was a wee bit disillusioned and I, I just realized that you know I haven't given this proper go I haven't put the time into this that I, that I need to. I haven't told the story properly yep. when I actually went on to my website and read yep. it. I got a copywriter to do the copy. It just wasn't good enough. And I sat and rewrote it myself because it was coming from me. Uh -huh. And I'm not a writer <laughs> at all. But I just found, like, I, I do, do bounce a lot of things off people. Um, Matthew Haley always bounced stuff off him. He's a journalist in, in England. And he's got different views than me, but that's why I bounce him off, bounce my ideas off him because he always gives me an honest opinion. So, you know, it's about doing something you like, doing something you enjoy, and uh, persevering, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm completely back that up with. And this journey for me isn't over, this journey's when we start. Oh, completely. You know, I have a lot of different ideas I'm going to work on with James to get this in stores and but where, where, where you went to man was you got what you had said before there you got to the point where you thought all the hard work was done mm -hmm. before we started chatting you probably thought oh i've got this done everything we're just all here in the racks that's my job nine to, nine to five is getting it to that point where but then i suppose for me not that i ever thought it was easy after that but i thought it was easier with the guys that go take what i've created in different scenarios like um Paul Powell taking the, the stuff I've created for Decorah and then selling it on. That's a job in itself, which which is which is uh, something that I need to work on and need to develop and need help with. And the, and the other big thing is that, and you've touched on it and you're saying it's your passion, was the first question I asked my accountancy students is, what's your why? Why do you do this? Why are you doing what you do? What's the underlying reason? Because look, and you hit that point. Whenever the shit hits the fan, right? Whenever the shit really hits the fan, and maybe hit it for you around Christmas time, maybe hit the disillusionment. What's the underlying reason for you doing what you're doing? You know what I mean? And that's maybe what's yeah. pushed you forward on to give you another shove, yeah. to give this another go and, and to persevere. So that's what I'd say you're doing right there too. You're quite right. You know, get that passion, understand what it is. And then my thing is, why do you do it? That's always a big thing I always, well, always uh, press on. So last one. What's the future hope? What future. what's the future plans for Ollie Grayson and Mr. Mark Canavan? Well, I, I sent you a message earlier today just to explain yep. what you know we met up the last time we did a bit of a quick Facebook Live and I have been thinking about how to take this forward and I want to create something that I can put in stores. So for example, like a 
an eco-friendly POS uh, stand that I can then give to certain stores wherever mm-hmm. and have the brand identity, the brand story within that and that's just one of one of my ideas. Um, and really just even if it is a even if it is something that I can do as a bit of a pastime, something that shares the story of all embracing and why what it's trying to do, you know. I think what were the other points? Well, you were going to have introduced new colours and a few new designs. Oh yes, yes. There's new colours coming in the polo shirts because I know different people are asking for. You know, there's a navy and a grey there at the minute. <coughs> this will bring in maybe a couple of summer colours uh, and promote those this week. Um, again, there's a few new, new designs coming out. One, you know, with the whole uh, eco-friendly ethos there. The one's going to be. A design saying planet love people made that's the good old uh, yeah. dance uh, i remember that for a little bit yeah. he'd, buy the whole <laughs> shop. he'd buy the whole shop so uh and I'll, I'll do that in a way that's you know obviously the people that are from northern ireland will understand the connection to the dance music side of things but then there'll be the the eco-friendly planet love of care for our planet yeah think about what you're buying um that side of things as well all life, which is another thing that I'm passionate about, not to go too uh, political about the whole thing, but so it's a t-shirt just said all life, and then people can take from that what they want, um, and probably another few bits and pieces that I've written down somewhere. Yeah, and I've got a few things as well tucked up my sleeve, um, where I think you, as I say, we've done the, you've done all the hard work, you've got the stock design website, all that there. But we need to do this a lot more, and that's visibility. And again, folks, that's maybe a bit of advice to people: make yourself visible for what you want to do. Don't do all the hard work and hide behind the screen. Go and promote yourself and your business and your brand. You've put in the hard work. Don't do yourself an injustice. Mark was doing himself an injustice with this great stuff he has here, and it's really just let's take this to a new level. There'll be new products. There'll be exposure. They'll be getting your story right and getting it out there to as many people as possible. We'll be talking about different points or channels of where to get things to, um, a way to promote your products in different ways. There's just tons of stuff. And if you're going to have you know, different ranges of clothes and colours and stuff, that's going yeah. to be brilliant. So, man, 50, nearly an hour, man. Mm-hmm. Nearly an hour. Really? I am going to quickly promote something for myself here. If you know anybody, if anybody out there knows any accounting students, Get them to Hard Street at six o'clock on Thursday, this Thursday night. Um, I'm doing an event um, jointly with Abacus Professional Recruitment in Belfast. So it's 22 Hard Street, and I am launching my uh, first book, my first ebook. And it's touching on the seven main areas of, uh, of seven main issues that I see my accounting students and where they go wrong. And I've written a book about it. So I'm launching that there. So if you know any accounting students, get them there because it's completely free. Believe it or not, six o'clock Thursday night. So it's a wee small plug. Man, thank you very much. That was brilliant. Um, Thank you. Folks, so get... Thank you, everybody else. Yeah, indeed. Get the message of Mark out there. Um, As I say, I'm going to be doing more of these James Pay Presents. And the more people look and watch these, the more people we can get the stories out of people who are doing some unbelievable stuff here. In the locality, it gives people on your doorstep. They're doing some unbelievably wonderful things. Yeah. So, look, visit allembracing.net. Take advantage of that offer, by the way. Get, you know, in the next two minutes, next couple of minutes, type in All Embracing Now or PM Mark and get advantage of that 10% off for the T-shirts and stuff they got. And then actually road test the quality of these things and tell everybody about it. You know what I mean? Share this video put more comments on you know let's get the message out there uh, and promote away um and let's get this stuff uh moving for mark because some great work out there so thank you very much thank Absolute you james gentlemen um thanks for the tea. thank you everybody and thanks everybody out there it's been obviously some serious exposure loads of comments and loads of engagement um and let's push mark forward Folks, take care. Enjoy the rest of that absolutely amazing evening here in County Down, anyway, or wherever you are. Um, the what? The Resi style, Resi. Dara one, did they? Yeah, sure, we're not.
we'll, we'll move swiftly on. <laughs> Lachlan Island won the, the weekend as well. So, folks, take care. Um, and I'm, that's us signing off. Take care. Speak soon. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye.